AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is Thursday. Not like I got to tell y'all what day of the week it is. I'm hoping you know what day of the week is. It's Friday Eve. We are rolling into Friday, and I'm super excited to share this time with you all. Whether you're out there in your car listening, listening on our AM 1170 apps, all the different ways to listen, as well as if you're watching and listening on Facebook Live and Twitter, follow me there, by the way, and keep those comments rolling. In fact, I'm even going to start out the show with some comments from Facebook because when I actually started doing this show, I really wanted it to be um, a a show about what everybody else out there wanted a show to be about. What did you, what was on your minds? What did you want to talk about? Because at at the time that I started doing the show, that's what many people were saying, is that they were not hearing their voices reflected in the media, even on one network that's supposed to be the most conservative out there. And so I'm here to reflect you all. But if you want to call in live, I'm not just going to be reading some comments uh, here in the next few minutes that I saw on Facebook today. But give me a call, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I am dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And joining me as always every time that I do this is none other than DJ Carrot Stooks. Be careful where you put that carrot. I thought you were going to say, be careful where you put that finger, because I always point at him, even though y'all can't see that I'm pointing at him or where I'm pointing, but he's over in his little booth. People on Facebook Live can see you pointing. They can see me pointing, but they can't. That's a powerful point. It is. There's dynamite coming out of his finger. My brother used to say that to me all the time when I was a kid. That finger loaded. That was his, like, you know, he had, like, three... three, Lines. He had like, uh, what do you call it in a joke? He had like three punchlines. He had like three jokes. That was about it. Um, so I decided today as I was prepping for the show, I was like, you know, what's, what's new today? Literally, what is new? I, I the, One of the first stories I heard today was that there was supposed to be some big powwow today. There was actually a deadline today for a, a reveal, a handing over of documents that were requested as according to our Constitution and our three co-equal branches of government, Congress providing oversight, not that they've done, you know, much oversight. It's it, all they've seemed like they've really done for the past eight years is just sit back and watch, you know, the corruption happen. But, you know, can we at least go along with the process here? And it didn't happen. And I thought, here we go again. Uh, same old, same old today. So I actually, as I was thinking about prepping for the show, I put it out there to you guys. Finish this sentence for me. I said, another day, another what? And I got some interesting comments from you guys. It, 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 you know, so you guys, a lot of you were thinking the same thing that I was. Another day, in fact, some of the um, <laughs> guys said another day, another liberal head explodes. Uh, Brian Dean said another dollar. Um, Patty, Patty H. I guess I should just give you know just the first name because we don't want to out people too much here. 
um, although my posts are public. She said another day of, quote, trust the plan. And if you're not sure, and a lot of people laughed at that, if you're not sure what that is, that's a reference to Q, because the, the Q is supposedly this mysterious person that people think is a part of the Trump administration who lays out these coded messages every day, and it's kind of like some riddled where people try to show that they're smarter than everybody else by deciphering it. But it's really, it trust the plan is really, it's, it's about trying to tell people, forget the fact that Jeff Sessions isn't doing anything. There's really magic happening behind the curtain. But let me tell you, you know, that's why it was a good joke today from Patty, because this, it doesn't add up with what's happening. Uh, for instance, what I say that we see, another day of, this is what I was thinking of, another day, another uh, day that Trump sacrifices his life, his business, his peace, his time, his energy, his family, his sanity to try to save this country, to try to turn that that liner away from the iceberg of Marxism, which is directly what we were headed for. That's what he's doing. And then in the meantime, while he's doing that, it's another day of the FBI and the DOJ and the deep state doing everything that they can to try to overturn the will of the people, take our election back from us, in an attempt to not only unseat a free and fairly elected president of the United States, which represents the will of the people, but also to cover up crimes that were committed by Hillary Clinton, the Obama administration, Loretta Lynch, and others. Um, and And in the middle of that, another day, another round of the GOP going along with that. We've got Trey Gowdy. We've got Paul Ryan acting like not only are they not putting an end to this witch hunt. Not only are they not holding anybody accountable for the crimes that they've committed, which was their job in oversight, they're actually coming out and trying to spin it as though spying and the illegal spying of American citizens, their violation of their constitutional rights is somehow good for us. So it's another day of that. It's another day of no indictments, obviously, because there's no accountability. It's another day of no IG report. Why do we not have an IG report? This has been going on for how long? It shouldn't take that long. For somebody, the investigation of Hillary Clinton was supposedly thorough, right? So why would the IG, because his scope, it's not like he's Mueller and he's got some grand scope here that's been expanded to where, you know, he's actually investigating, you know, all the Democrats who, you know, haven't paid their taxes or committed fraud and all their illegal campaign violations, all that. It's not like he's actually doing that. He was only supposed to be investigating the email investigation of Hillary Clinton and her felonious email scheme. And quite frankly, you know, once he got to the first round of felonies that she committed, he really could could have just stopped there. And what's being leaked from that is nonsense. Um, so another day of basically more slow walking, more corruption coming out of the FBI and the DOJ, including him. And that reminds me of last night. I didn't hear back from you guys. Don Jans had an idea. He said the only way that there's going to be any credibility restored to the, to the U.S. government in general, and specifically to our investigative bodies, the FBI and the DOJ, and in really all the other intelligence apparatus that's involved, is really to have the American people, a citizen commission of non-elected officials, non-bureaucrats, non-attorneys, average citizens, reviewing the information. Why is it that we don't, we don't already see this information? Why is it that now we find out that the DOJ is handpicking eight people in Congress, there's hundreds of Congress people that, that are representing us, and they're cherry-picking which ones they're going to show documents to, which are going to be redacted. That's crap. This is our government. We're, Why? Paying, we're paying for it. What, 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 was that, what was that about, DJ Carrot Stick? That was you on Facebook. Oh, that was... Okay. <laughs> that was me. That was a little, that was a little uh, whiplash or a little feedback. Um, it's another day of treasonous acts that have been revealed. 
Actually, that was yesterday that it was revealed, but I might as well mention it today because it's still being talked about today. Got, got very little attention. Uh, imagine if Donald Trump right now, it was revealed that he had broken the law, colluding with a foreign government that was the number one state sponsor of terror, that was responsible for killing more Americans at one point than Al-Qaeda and the Taliban combined. And let's say that President Trump colluded with them, broke the law of sanctions in order to give them access to all of our financial systems. I think people would be talking about that today. That's called treason. If for nothing else is flat out breaking the law. And that's what was discovered with Obama and the Iran um, situation yesterday. Um, and of course, it's another day of the shame game, another day of politics, you know, it's a, a, you know, of identity politics of the left trying to divide us according to gender and this and that. You know, I saw some article today that what was some um, a man blaming school shootings on the white male in this country. The, you know, it, it, it basically using the deaths of children in this country and turning it into a racist rant against white men. That's disgusting to me. But that's the game that's being played. In fact, Megan Barth is going to be here because it's it's also another day in which the the conservatives get all fired up about stuff when it happens, when there's hypocrisy, when there's a double standard, particularly when it involves free speech. And then what ends up happening is it's another day to where, you know, that was last week and we kind of move on because, you know, we conservatives have jobs. We take care of our kids. We're active in our churches. We're, you know, taking care of our homes or whatever. In other words, we're, we're really busy and we'll get all fired up over something and then we'll go back to our to our lives, whereas the left is focused on pushing their agenda all day, every day. But you know what? We There is a real issue with, if they can get our free speech taken away from us, think about what they can do to us. Free speech, of course, involves not just our, saying our opinions, but free speech is in the form of organizations that we can um, take part in, which is effective. It, it affects our media. It affects our religious freedoms. And that double standard is very much in play. It, and for some reason, it was hugely important to everybody last week. And now people aren't even really... And of course, I'm talking about what happened with Roseanne Barr and other stuff. So Megan Barth is going to be here with Media Matters. Um, not Media Matters. Um, Media Equalizer. And Stop the Scalpings. Because we need to continue that. We need to not have it be another day and the conservatives just decide, you know, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, okay, we're over our mad now. Because you know what? The left is never over it. There's never a moment where they're not pushing for their agenda. And there's nothing more precious to us than really our, our, our First Amendment rights. We must protect that. She's also going to be here to talk about another big story. <clears throat> because you know what? It's another day. And it's another day that a Democrat gets to blatantly thumb their nose, commit crimes, and get away with it. And you know what? That may be coming to an end, at least with Debbie Wasserman Schultz and the Awan brothers. So she's going to talk about that. And I still want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Then later on in the show, he's back. He was gone last month. He was gone actually when President Trump and uh, today, in fact, a lot of the Democrats are gnaw-boning and upset. I've seen some articles today saying there's just absolutely no excuse for those Democrats. Uh, It's not looking good for them in the midterms. They have laid down, played ball with President Trump in ways they shouldn't have. And that, of course, involves the repeal, at least in some aspects, of Dodd-Frank. So my buddy Al Arias is here. Yeah, He's going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some other. We like the absence of regulation. Yes, we like the absence of regulation. So we're going to talk a little certain, bit about that. Certain 
regulation. Right. We're going to talk about that a little bit later and also taxes. and But because it's all it all has to do with the primaries that happen here in California. It's all a part of it, as well as going into midterms. We're going to talk to him. And then my gal, Julie Mills Brennan, is going to be here also with some economic updates on real estate. Because the interesting news here in terms of real estate and one of our most prolific high-profile celebrities here in San Diego, an interesting yet sad story for me. So, uh, And I think Todd, DJ Carrot Sticks is going to be interested in that story a little bit later. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-880-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-880-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-880-CASH. Impact Mortgage Court, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms, conditions, and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License, NMLS 128231. That's 855-880-CASH. 855-880-CASH. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-763-6840. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance. With one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests. You've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-763-6840. 1-800-763-6840. 
30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. In the ghetto. And his mama cried. And his mama cried. Alright. Gotta shut that down for now before Facebook shuts me down. They don't like it when I play any uh, big tunes. But I had to play that one because when I... And there's a story behind it. Because when I played... Uh, when I posted on Facebook earlier today, I said, another day, another. And uh, Donna uh, B... <laughs> Posted another child in the ghetto. And that was clearly a joke and a reference uh, to the Democrats and their identity politics game and trying to shame us through emotions. Oh my gosh. Uh, you you know, how can you and it's and that's really what they've done to try to beat us over the head. If you know, if you want to enforce immigration reform, you hate brown people. You know, how can if you if you're against amnesty, it's because you know you you want uh, babies who are trying to find a better life, you know, be to suffer. You know, if you don't want to pay for a woman's contraceptives or abortions you hate women it's always the emotion game and so uh well played donna b with that suggestion of in the ghetto wouldn't that be the perfect song for them to sl- to play when they uh at ever at the dnc right when they're trying to play the shame game joining me to talk about all this and more is none other than megan barth of media equalizer and stop the scalpings hey megan welcome back to the show Hey, Andrea, thanks for having me back. And, you know, if you could recreate that song in the gutter, we could be talking about Samantha B. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of well played. <laughs> uh, Thank you. So you didn't buy your apology last night? What? Uh, yeah, right. Like, it's similar to me not buying Kathy Griffin's apology. You know, the, the one thing that these feminists have in common uh, is many things. One, they are self-loathing, but two, they aren't regretful. And I looked at the writers of that show. They're predominantly women. The oh. head writer is a woman. So a bunch yeah. of these women got together, much like they did behind the scenes of the Miss, Be- uh, Miss America pageant, and they decided to ruin comedy by debasing other women, by using the most vulgar language. And Samantha B. explains to us last night that it was, well, she was just trying to reclaim the word. Uh, yeah, oh, really. Yeah, so uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how you feel about that word, but uh, I, I th- that is that. Um, I get that that some African Americans use that as an excuse to be able to uh, spout the N word all day long in their rap lyrics. What does this mean? Reclaim that word? As why do you want that word for yourself? That doesn't even make any sense to me. As a feminist, you should be saying that is absolutely repulsive. That is the worst excuse I've ever heard in the world word for a woman to basically try to uh, not apologize, to apologize but not apologize, and try to justify using a slur, the worst possible word that you can use against a woman. Well, try this linguistic Olympics. Uh, Amber, uh, what, what is her name? Uh, Amber Rose, uh, known for her spins around a pole, decided to reclaim the word slut. And now she has a slut walk every year with many of the women with slut emblazoned across their chest in order to reclaim, I guess, or stand up against or march against the quote-unquote rape culture that we have going on in this society. Um, the, the women, the feminists on the left are much different, uh, no different today than they were uh, back in the day of Jane Fonda and Gloria Steinem, where they are misandrists at heart. They do not like men, but they are uh, defenders of the very filthy and vile men, uh, much like their mouths, like Bill Clinton 
and like Harvey Weinstein and like the former attorney general of New York, uh, 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 Schneiderman. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, you're onto something because, you know, she says we're reclaiming it. And I'm thinking that doesn't even make sense because you're you're basically saying that you're on board with that word and you like that word and somebody just took it from you and you're happy to take it back. Um, but you know what? Uh, and, and I and I uh, disavow that. But you know what? For them, I think it's right because you're right. They're filthy, nasty, disgusting um, man haters. Nasty women. Yeah, they called themselves nasty women for Hillary. Yeah. So and just trust trust that shall we yeah let's do it <laughs> and in fact they they craft and, and created little hats uh to commemorate uh this self-demeaning disgusting uh manner and then and then you know what you're really onto something because that also explains the fact that when Judy, giuliani said you know what i don't respect a porn actress as much as i do a career woman uh the left could not defend her enough the same the same people that came out and said that no woman should be walking should be walking a stage proudly displaying her fitness and that and her discipline discipline from a nutrition and a workout standpoint. No, that's demeaning to a woman. Um, but, you know, let's celebrate a woman, you know, who has, you know, sex with strangers and risk getting HIV in the valley. Well, they were so outraged by the P word, but they've just given license to men to use the C word. I mean, in fact, a CNN uh, Rolling Stones contributor said that she didn't go far enough. Oh, really? Well, how far would you like to go before you expect some sort of reaction from those that take offense to it? Uh, where does my offense start and their offensive behavior uh, stop? Uh, it, it's just, it's an inverse of feminism. They have completely taken the feminine out of feminism uh, and they continually to get worse and worse, seemingly generationally. Uh, and so I'm really proud, I have to say, of our 111,000 members of an activist group called Stop the Scalpings on Facebook, STS on Facebook, Stop the Scalpings STS. We put so much pressure on them, including other people around this country. Uh, we put pressure on the sponsors of her show, and she's lost two-thirds of her sponsors. I had to watch that dumpster fire last night, and I counted <laughs> two, yes. I counted two sponsors that remained, one which I was very surprised, which was Auto Trader, because they were the first ones to come out and say that uh, her behavior did not reflect their values. Well, they ran an ad last night, and so I tweeted from the, scal- the scalpings with a copy of their original tweet, did your values change? Mm-hmm. So this is the pressure we have to continue to keep on her sponsors. And it goes much further up the chain because TBS owns this show. And let's not forget who TBS is owned by. And that would be Turner, who in fact married Jane Fonda, if that tells you anything. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So she's speaking for the Jane Fondas of the world, and she is speaking for the Ted Turners of the world. Not and th- she can get away with speaking like that because that's how they talk about us behind closed doors and now they're comfortable enough to put it on tv well and and she and something else to think about here in terms of tbs and their values and any of their sponsors is she says in her supposed apology that um this is a word she says all the time so so tbs and and turner broadcasting has a show on the air once a week to where she's throwing that word around that is that's filthy to me and then on top of it she makes some crack about um i meant i mean it towards ted cruz i mean there was some kind of slam about ted cruz in there and i'm not going to apologize mm-hmm. to uh, to you know so there there was absolutely no apology there nor was there anything funny involved um i'm glad that you're continuing to put the pressure on and we need to continue to support that i started my show by saying it's another day 
uh, finish the sentence another day, another blank. Well, to me, it's another another week or another day of where the the conservatives, we tend to get upset over an issue and then time goes by and we kind of let it slide. And that's why I wanted you back tonight, because this is a really important issue. This is bigger than just Samantha B and Roseanne. This double standard that exists is about a continued agenda to marginalize conservative voices, to silence us ultimately, remove our free speech rights, while the left is fully entitled to say whatever they want and use full force and to destroy conservatives financially and in every other means. Roseanne's career is completely gone. She's been polydeaned. She's been completely polydeaned, and that's what's going to happen to any of uh, the rest of us if, if they dig something up or, or think uh, that, they, that they don't like us. And there's a lot of conservatives that are really walking on eggshells. They're, uh, they've already, in a sense, been silenced. We must continue to push back on this, yes? Absolutely, we must continue. And we've grown, grown by leaps and bounds on Stop the Stoppings STS on Facebook. I mean, just in six weeks, I think we've added close to 20,000 members. Uh, and so people are engaged. This is the red tsunami. We are tired of being pushed around. We are tired of being labeled uh, with hate speech. But yet the left is never guilty of hate speech. Do you ever notice that? The left is never guilty of using hate speech because they use it against conservatives and they're protected by the politicians and they're protected by the media and they're protected by tech, big tech, because Google is criminalizing the Republican Party as, he, as they did in California when they referred to the ideology of the Republican Party as Nazism. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, the so thing we is, are is being attacked from all sides and we need to put pressure on the bias and the censors and the vulgarity that's coming out of Hollywood in order to criminalize conservative thought and demean conservative women. Absolutely, because you, you said that they're never guilty of hate speech. That's because in, in, in liberalism, which is where liberty goes to die, they have the right to decide what is hate speech and what isn't. Right. So this is what this is what every American needs to understand. And even the left that are pushing for hate speech legislation, you think that you love the idea of hate speech legislation, liberals, because you think that it's only conservatives are going to be silenced. But mm-hmm. once the government gets in, gets in the business of dictating what speech is hate and what isn't, we're all subject to that. That. Look at what's going on in Europe right now. Read the book While Europe Slept. That's the pathway we're on, which, oh, by the way, was the original intention for gay marriage. I have argued many times that they that the reason why they were not happy with civil unions, which I would have been, I, I'm with Rand Paul. I don't need my marriage or my guns registered with, with the government. But they wanted that religious designation so that they could then pierce our religious freedoms and our freedom of speech. And so that's ultimately what it's all about. And that's why we've got to make sure that ev- they, they fight for every inch and we need to fight for every inch. That's absolutely right. And really, there is no thing as hate speech because they've criminalized truth. If you point out a fact, if you point out a statistic, if you just make a casual observation and they don't like it, they're going to criminalize it by calling hate. It also ha- started with the no hate campaign. Remember in California, uh, Prop 8, they basically said that anyone that was uh, for traditional marriage, which, oh, by the way, was 80 percent of the black voters at that time, were hateful bigots. And yeah. people lost their jobs at Mozilla. The CEO lost his job at Mozilla. So the left has a long history of criminalizing traditional conservative values, and now they're going after our voices, and they have the weapons to do it. They have the media, they have Hollywood, and they have technology, and it's time for us to rise up and fight back and hit them in the pocketbooks. Yeah. And that's where we do it from STS. Yes. And, yes, and uh, I'm I'm hoping you're gonna you guys are gonna come up with some uh, some uh, uh, an offshoot to deal with the FBI and the DOJ because that's also where the where the criminal the weaponization of our our, oh. our our law enforcement is in order to criminalize uh, people for their politics. We're just getting started. I knew it. I knew it. Thank you.
Um, quick, 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 final thoughts for 30 seconds. When I heard about the uh, no swimsuit thing in the Miss America pageant, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, what's next, a burka? I mean, I actually tweeted out uh, the yeah, Wendy's commercial, the Wendy's commercial with the from from the 80s where uh, now we have swimwear. Um, but you are a well-known um, physical fitness um, competitor. And have you thought that maybe that's where they're get, the left is going to be going next to say that, you know... Oh, Absolutely. They've now said that uh, the burqa, or excuse me, the bikini objectifies women, but they will never say that the burqa subjugates women. Do you notice that? It's true. Oh, not only that. In fact, I think I read an article in UK to where they were trying to get women and, and they've done this in some schools as well. Let's make sure let's put make all the girls wear headscarves today or mm-hmm. to, uh, yeah, in order to show solidarity. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and in fact, I think it was at Macy's that I did that says that they're now going to, to have a, a line of clothing that Sharia compliant or something. Absolutely. So I don't know, maybe next time you compete, you're going to be forced to wear a burqa. I don't know, Megan. It's going to be hard <laughs> for you to, to show off your... I don't want to do. I, I don't, I'm never forced to do anything I don't want to do. <laughs> Believe me. And that's why they want to come to our Second Amendment. That's a whole other story. Yeah, but, is. you know, I have, I have competed in a, in a bikini, and I'll tell you what. You have to have a lot of confidence, and you have to have a lot of discipline. That's right. And that's what I want to see in Miss America. I want to see confidence, and I want to see discipline. And I hope to God she looks good in a bikini. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need. I don't want. Yeah. I, I can't aspire to somebody who doesn't. You know, I can't. I can't look at somebody walking down the runway. You know, in uh, looking like they're about forty lbs too much. Like they. What's wrong with the evening gown? What is wrong with the evening gown? Oh, did they take why, evening why gown out have... too? Yes. Wow. They've, they've completely taken the feminine, not that it was ever there, out of feminism, and well, so we're going to have. Pardon? But what's left? Yeah, what's left in the competition? Uh, well, I'm sure that they're going to check off all the social justice boxes. Yeah, because the interview... is even a bony, bonus question. Do you agree with Samantha B? And there's only one right answer if you're going to win this. <laughs> exactly. The question, the the uh, spelling bee portion, the, the kind of... Uh, the Samantha B portion, the Q&A portion of the... Pantsuit uh, competition. Oh, the pantsuit competition. That's it. <laughs> They impersonate Hillary Clinton. Who does the best Hillary Clinton impersonation? I don't know what they're going to do. Talent? I mean, I guess we're just going to have to endure more, you know, more people at the piano. I don't know. It's absolutely ridiculous. Megan Barr, Will stop this. Will it be a this- Jack that, that identifies as Jacqueline? I mean, where is this going? That's, it's, it's beyond the pale. Well, it is, and I'm really disappointed in Gretchen Carlson, who went from hero to zero for me. She was my favorite Miss America. Disclosure, I have friends and family in the Miss America organization, and I was actually trained to be a judge, and I got a niece who was in their teen or whatever. So, um, but anyway, uh, Megan Barr, thank you so much for being here, doll. Anytime. Thanks, Andrea. And be sure you go to Stop the Scalpings on Facebook. Join that organization. Get involved. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more with Al Arias. And we've got some other big stories. Oh, that Trump the racist. Who's the latest pardon? And who was pardoned who's now filing a lawsuit against the Obama administration? Ooh, that's going to be a fun one to talk about. Don't go anywhere. More Andrew K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. 
Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much. But I do enjoy the activities, and there's a nice variety, so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of 
of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The decision from the Supreme Court early this week on the Colorado bakery case was a very big day indeed at the nation's highest court, and it was a big day for religious liberty. In a 7-2 decision, a strong majority of the justices sided with the baker, stating that his religious liberty had been violated by the state's Civil Rights Commission. That commission had found him guilty of violating the rights of other Colorado citizens by his refusal to create by his expressive artistry a wedding cake. The most important issue is to understand that a 7-2 vote on a nine-member court on an issue like this sends a very clear signal. It's a clear signal that desperately needed to be sent. That signal is that the religious convictions of the American people cannot be merely disrespected and trampled upon, even in the face of the sexual and moral revolution. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to chime in. During the break, I was having a laugh with my buddy Al Arias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say it like the OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Come on, Al. Give me <laughs> I said that. When did I say that? <laughs> You're getting okay. me a giggle. Best is you've been calling him the OG of taxes for like eight years. And last show, he goes, what does OG mean? <laughs> He's the original gangsta, man. Oh, God. But I was laughing because I'm... That's <laughs> the last thing I want to be known as. <laughs> That's a compliment, right? I don't think so, baby. You don't think so? You need to, no. you need to dial into some 90s gangsta rap. Like some Snoop Dogg and some Dr. Dre. Oh, okay, yeah. you need to get really hip. You need to get hip to the OG action. Okay, ain't gonna happen. But maybe I was the OG. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> maybe I was the OG because during the break I was telling Al about what a little uh, harder case I was. You know, there's this old saying that if you're if you're not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative when you're older, you have no brain. I was never liberal, man. I was telling Al during the break, I am soft now compared to how I was. Y'all, I should bring in some of the, some of the uh, pieces I wrote when I was 17 as a political science major, and I wrote one called, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by this, it was called Bums. <laughs> I didn't want my tax dollars going to support bums who didn't want to work. So when you were whining like that, my heart was bleeding. <laughs> I was like, hardcore, man. You should be proud of me. You're the tax man. You look at the tax. What? What's the I la- wasn't a tax man when I was 17. Well, you didn't understand the basics of economics? That there was no such thing as government money? and every, I had and taxes- a job. I was, I was making car payments. Well, you should have been you should have been right there with me, man. You should have looked at every time there was a deduction coming out of your chat your chat going, where is that money going? Because I can remember even, you know, as, as, I didn't pay taxes. They were all withheld. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um teesh, that's a little CPA humor for you there. 
But ser- seriously, this I, you've been so busy. That's why you haven't been here for a month. And I don't even know if you paid attention to the primary results. But let me tell you, the left right now is they will tell you that it was that they didn't lose anything at all this this primary because it was just no, a but primary. They have, they but have they have lost contenders. Well, no, here's where they lost. They lost because they uh, they. First of all, just at a state level, they lost their supermajority, the opportunity for that, because there was a recall that include Democrats removing a state legislator from office because of this gas tax. Let me tell you, this was not just the Trump effect in action, some of these races and the outcomes, but it was it was about economics. It was it was the gas tax and not just gas taxes, but it was economic results. We have um, we have uh, more non-party affiliated voters in California now than Republicans. And well, they that, are all that people. is a calamity right there. Yes and no, because let me tell you why. Um, you should have been listening to my show the last few nights and you would know this tax man. Well, but These this are is voting- only buzz. No, let me tell you, if you if you listen, if you read any articles and understand what's been going on and listen to the voters, they are saying that they uh, and there was an article the other day, 50 percent of Californians are leaving Northern California. It's all economics. That's what's driving right now as that's what's driving uh, the voters. And that's what's driven people from the Republicans here to uh, the Democrats, because they're looking at it. It's the same reason why nationally people went to an outsider versus the Republicans that were running in the primaries. Same thing going on here in California. And it's all based on the it's based on the economy. It's based on taxes, number one, and it's based on wanting immigration reform and stopping the sanctuary states. Cox's remarks are ringing true. Exactly. And if you add his numbers with Travis Allen, the Republican, they came in more. More people voted for a Republican in the primaries in the state of California than they did Democrats. A miracle. It is a but miracle. But what if you add up all the people that voted for Veragosa? And, and well, but I, he's a Democrat. It still did. It still would not have. It still would not have been more. With Gavin Newsom and Barry Gosselin. Yeah, yeah those you know what? It's on my phone. But Joe Messina from the real side of Joe Messina, my buddy, sent me some stats from last night. He showed me county by county where more people actually just Cox. Not even more counties in California actually voted more for Cox than they did Gavin Newsom. So then, when you add in Travis Allen, it was really big. So Via Ragosa didn't even enter into a lot of it. So he was like, man, can we, we have a lot to be excited about. A distant third. And he spent all that money. He spent a lot of money 20 on that. Million. It's a, it, and it's really about economics. And that's got to be exciting for you, Al, that there's people out there, average Americans that are on board with that. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it, man? I sent you an article today. I don't know if you had a chance I to read it because you're so busy, but the taxes alone, see Nancy Pelosi, you know, she, you know, she, oh, it's meaningless, this tax reform, same kind of crappy comment as the crumbs, because you know what? It's not meaningless to people to have more money in their pockets. How about all those billions are crumbs? Give yeah. Me a break. And I think uh, the article I sent you was that due to the tax reform, $1 trillion was fed back to shareholders. That do you-, you know what? You know where that, a big portion of that ends up? Where? Well, for Californians? Mm-hmm. More than 30% ends up in taxes. It goes back to the governments. Well, true, but you know what? And, and the California's taxes collected will go up big time because it's sort of like the Facebook going public. 
Well, yeah, and and that, that's one of the things uh, to me that a lot of people also don't understand is that that's why you can lower taxes and still end up with more revenue coming into the government. A lot of people don't understand well, nobody that. Well, Democrats about it. don't. If you if you will recall, the arguments by liberals were that all of that money that the corporations are going to be saving is going to be used to buy back stock. Oh, if you're in politics, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. More revenues. Exactly, exactly. But they don't want the they don't want the average American to understand that. Um, we got. Well, it's hard to understand. Think about it. It's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be a tax man to go. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have you on when Dodd Frank was repealed. It was not a full repeal, but it changed. It basically changed uh, some of the. Um, it even things out where it basically Dodd Frank. What they did with a lot of the regulations was they made the same amount of regulations for banks that that uh, had, you know, five hundred million dollars in assets. Same amount of regulations on those banks as banks that had fifty million in assets, and that uh, and that's what drove a lot of the the smaller financial institutions away. They've changed that. There's other things that they could have done with Dodd Frank that would have made it even better. But that alone will help. That's something that you've really been wanting. In yeah, a minute, I, I it, think it, the effect on community left. banks is extremely. Popular positive for a small business yes so you can borrow more money etc etc the the problem now is that the banking system is used like law enforcement and so they're trying to make banks discoverers of fraud good luck yes good luck yes but all of us have to pay for that Mm -hmm. yeah we have to pay for that because the overhead yeah of all the twists and turns that uh, bank officers have to go through mm-hmm. in in order to know your customer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah. That he's not a crook. Right. Do you think that they're gifted at doing something like that? No, it's no. Of course not. No, I don't know. And I don't know any of I, I study business at, at LSU after I switched from political science. I don't know any of my friends that uh, went into finance and, and banking, you know, were, you know, economic cops. And, re- and regulatory, you know, um, people. I mean, you don't you don't study. That's ridiculous. It's not part of your core competency. It's not what your skill level is. And it's not what they should be doing with their time and their efforts uh, during the day. So uh, speaking of time and efforts, tell people how they can get a hold of you, young man. Do you remember your number now? <laughs> 619-296-2123. But the most effective thing. Yes. Is to send me text messages. All right. 619-884-7503. All right. Fantastic. That's the OG Al. Now stay tuned. When we come back, we got Julie Mills Brennan here with a interesting story about one of San Diego celebrities and also a little economic update uh, for real estate. You're going to, in the news you can use segment. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. The Sesame Street Party Parade is marching excitement throughout SeaWorld. This colorful musical and show-stopping parade is fun enough to get the whole family dancing. This event features everyone's favorite Sesame Street friends, themed floats, contemporary tunes including Sesame Street favorites, and two show-stopping performances throughout the parade route. SeaWorld San Diego is the only place to see this exclusive parade experience in California. 
If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855-464-4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler, 855-464-4774. That's 855-464-4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Talking a little economics. Al had a very good point during the break. He was talking about, uh, he said, oh, I forgot to mention how trickle-down economics works. You know, we've got uh, the lowest unemployment. You talk about, uh, you know, I think it's the lowest unemployment for for black Americans in history. We've had 3% growth. And Latinos. And and Latinos. Amazing economic turnaround. Um, you know, it, it, we've still got to do some things to make housing affordable here in California and, and beyond. Um, but you know what? It's There's great news in our housing market because it's a great time to sell. And uh, joining me now to talk about that, as well as an interesting celebrity story in real estate, is my buddy Julie Mills Brennan, a- a.k.a. Jules. Hey, Jules, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea, how are you? I'm good. I'm glad to have you here. Um, I reached out to Julie. Yeah, I reached out to Julie yesterday because I heard this story on the way home that DJ Carrot Sticks is going to be surprised by. Tony Gwynn, our beloved Tony Gwynn, his home was up for auction yesterday and it didn't sell. 
And it's not like it was $40 million on Camino de la Costa over the, over the coast. I mean, it was a $2 million home, which is not extraordinary. And I'm thinking, how in the world did that not sell in this climate, Julie? I would think people would be lining up to buy Tony Gwynn's home. No, you're right. And, I, and you know what? I don't think that they've ever, they didn't. When I look back on the records, because I know his exact address, it was never on the multiple listing service. It never even got a chance to be bid on, except for at auction. And I don't even know that the auction people knew that it was Tony Gwynn's house. Oh. You know, what happens is when you, when you list a property for sale and it's something like exciting, like Tony Gwynn's house, you say Tony Gwynn's house. Because I actually yeah. looked at uh, one of the big chargers homes um in um i forget who it was honestly it was a while ago in scripps ranch and they touted it as uh, i think it was natron means oh i remember natron means girl how could you forget that he was one of my favorite charger players he was cute too i used to love him too i was just spaced out on who it was but well you have sold almost 800 homes in san diego so i'll give you i know right i'll give you a mind Uh, okay so (laughs) that's true so my point is is that okay so if you do not advertise your home in, on, a, on a medium like the MLS, which is, of course, a multiple listing service, then you're not going to have the exposure. I mean, some at the county courthouse, no one understands what's going on. They show up and they're like, okay, you've got a bid on this house. It's, it's different than having it exposed to the entire city because people don't go to auction. So how did it, it mean, end up at auction in the first place? Excuse me for interrupting. Did it go know, into foreclosure? I, it's hard. It, yes, it's, it's it's pending foreclosure right now. In fact, they, they did foreclose on it, is my understanding. Well, he passed away, so it's interesting. I might need Four to years have, ago. Yeah, I might need to have my gal Rod Hatley weigh in on, on this and do a little bit, because, I mean, why, you know, you would think with, the, with some proper state planning that wouldn't have happened. So, see, now I'm well, starting to think about all kinds exactly. of issues. No, exactly. it, it, it was... Uh, the debt on the house exceeded the value. Oh, the debt exceeded yeah, the value. He, yeah, he had debt. So so he had they basically had to um do a short sale and so, you know, and I, I don't know what happened with the people with his estate because he owed 2.6 million. He took a he took a loan out in yeah. 2006 for 2.6 million, which is a lot. I mean, that was the peak of the market, but he only bought it for 1.4. Wow. Well, um, so, speaking yeah. of selling, mismanagement of funds. yeah, mismanagement of funds, um, you, uh, yeah. in your staying on top of the market, saw you've been researching it. Economists are saying about 60% of economists are saying that, you know what, markets go up and down. I mean, this is not, you know, we've got to expect that at some point the markets are going to turn around again. And I think most 60% of economists now are predicting that 2020 is the year that we're going to have a turnaround again in the market, in the real estate, not um, because of the Fed's adjusting interest rates and stuff. Um, you're saying that, uh, as an expert, that people need to sell before 2020? No, not necessarily. I'm just saying that that's, I mean, it, it, this, this news has come out that, I mean, I've read 50%, but I mean, it sounds like, yeah, 50 to 60% uh, of economists think that that's going to happen. But of course, the flip side is the other 50% think it's not going to happen. Oh, so, you know, it's hard to say, but I, honestly, I do feel like there's going to be a correction because, you know, we've talked about this over, you know, a, a long period since I've been on your show that, you know, I, I think there's going to be a bubble at some point. I mean, yeah. so it, it, this very well could be true. And I, I, I wouldn't, 
I, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, here's the good news. You know, we had it burst in 2008 and 2009, and people who held on to their homes are fine now. In fact, they're sitting on a whole lot of equity. So it's really just a matter right. of, of just staying abreast of what's happening and, and thinking right. about that as you're making long-term decisions, correct? And whether or not you're going to want to upgrade to a new home or if, you know, or, or downsize at some point. And so really what they need to do is just, you know, stay on top of it and think about their decisions if they're retiring, if they're about to become empty nesters, if they're thinking about moving or downsizing or upsizing. These are just things that they need to keep in mind, correct? Absolutely. And and they have to also consider that, you know, you need to live somewhere. So, I mean, it's whether or not you sell and you go buy a cheaper state, that's a perfect situation. But you need to live somewhere. And you know what? Rents aren't getting any cheaper. So sit tight and hang on if you can. And if you can't, then or if you're going to move to a different state, then sell now, yeah, especially because every other state's going to be lower than us. Right. Or sell. Or well, one thing, New York. Well, yeah. Or they could sell now and then wait. And then when it turns, buy, buy yeah. again, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's what a lot of people are talking about that with this whole 2020 yeah. 20 thing they're talking about. All right. Sell now. Give and you, if you want to stay. All, all right. Then. That's Julie Mills Brennan. Shoot. I'll give her number out on Facebook. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks, Jules. Love you. Okay. okay bye. Bye, bye, honey. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.